Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the negative edition of the Chivas del Norte podcast for the week. We're going to talk about the men's team, negative vibes only. With me tonight, Luis. What's up, man? Luis and only Luis because people are dropping off like <laughs> we sent We sent uh, Flo and Rigo to cover Tapatio, <laughs> so <laughs> they won't be with us. <laughs> Uh, expect updates for uh, Ronaldo Cisneros and Chicote Calderon from Rigo and Flo going forward. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's how like you know you know Chivas is doing bad when they don't even want to respond in the group chat till we're recording. <laughs> I I mean I said it when we did the the women's podcast like I I don't want to talk about it. like I hate I hate what's happening right now. Listen. I don't want to talk about it either, but I feel like we have to. We have to. We have to talk about these issues that are going on at Chivas. Right? Not just right now. That have been going on for a while now. And they just don't change. There's like... All right. So we'll we'll just dive into it. Chivas Pachuca, Saturday night. Nil-nil draw. And I think that was the worst Chivas game that I've watched in a while. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I'm, try- I try to- I'm sure there's one in there, like a Luis Fernando Tena. I'm sure there's they each... Every coach you've had, like previously, Dana, who is a boy, and Cardoso, Cardoso. I'm sure they each had one of those terrible things. But it was bad. It was bad. I talked about this on other podcasts. Like, I was going to go to a, a barbecue at uh, my cousin's house, and I ended up not going to watch the Chivas game. Cause, you know, I'm a little excited. Chivas, all these players, the league is back. I'm hyped. And, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. So I stayed home to watch it, and I fucking regretted it the minute the game ended, man. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Like, it, it was fucking terrible. Like, to find the highlights is so hard. There are, like, three highlights, maybe. And the, and then, like, one of them is pro- yeah, was... probably a low light, because <laughs> you want to talk about that, that fast break that Macias and Vega had, where Macias puts the ball way too in front of Vega and doesn't catch him in stride, so he gets, like, a shitty shot off. That, that yeah, should have been in front highlight. of him. That's a low light. Like... Yeah, that was a... bro, that's a terrible pass. I'm... T- we, we see those type of passes all the fucking time, in, in, especially from, like, Mexican players and, and Chivas and Liga MX. And, like, those little passes, like, where you place the ball is the difference between a really good counter where you can actually get a goal or or a play that ends like that. I see this, I see that a lot, like, with passes going down the wing where they're maybe they pass them too far wide. They can never hit players, like, in stride, man. I mean, we have, we have, player, uh, we have, we have a player that can do it, but apparently... He's a liability and can't play. That's a whole other fucking issue that we're going to get to also. But so many fucking problems with this game, man. Like you said, like, I don't even know where to begin with all the issues that I saw this game. What, um, you know, we had Vega make his return to the team. Antuna came off the bench. And uh, what does Vega do? He uh, smacks somebody in the face again. Picks up a stupid yellow again. Same exact play he had against Juarez. He picks up that same yellow that got him a red card and against Juarez. Like, I don't know what he has to stop flailing his arms around when he's trying to protect the ball. Yeah, I thought I'm not gonna lie. When I, when he did it again, I'm like, fuck, he's gonna end up getting a red card this game. Yeah, I don't know why. He, I don't know why he keeps doing that. Maybe those are plays uh, without VAR. They don't even look at them. Maybe a foul. Maybe a yellow that you'll never get a red. But with VAR, they might just fucking give you a red card now. When they slow it down and see your hands go right into the person's face. Yeah. So he got to stop that for sure. It's bad. And it's not the first time. It's like, it's happened a couple of times now. Now he's getting booked for it. Bro, he has like fucking, I feel like every season he has like two or three red cards with us, man. (laughs) 
How yeah. are you going to be the successor to fucking J.J. Macias if you can't even stay on the field? Exactly. I mean, we talked about it on the last pod. I think we said he had three three or four red cards for sure, but it definitely feels like he has way more. Yeah, and then and then there's aside from just having the red cards, there's been times where we know for sure that the classical that you guys were at where he's been pulled out of the game mm-hmm. because in fear of him getting a red card. Yeah, it's I don't know. Were you uh? Is that who you wanted to start? Like I that that was my first issue honestly when I saw the starting lineup. I thought Antuna would go right back in the two games that he played. I mean. The one game, Angulo got player of the game, but I thought Antuna was a, yeah. was a more dangerous player. He was making the better runs, setting up on setting up Angulo on the goal. I thought for sure Antuna would have gone back into the starting lineup. Yeah, I was I was surprised Vega was the one that got the start because you know we we talked about it and we said Antuna has been the better player and Angulo's kind of been you know he has he's been a shell of what he was in the preseason and the Copa and Max he hasn't been able to bring that into the league right now. So I figured he was going to get benched and Antuna would get the start for sure, but it wasn't, that wasn't what Bucetich wanted, I guess. No, you know what he wanted? He wanted his fucking, his <laughs> traditional 4-4-2 with two strikers and I, I, I don't know, man. Like you saw it when he did, when Antuna did play, you saw like it's not really a traditional 4-4-2 because we talked about how much they were rotating yeah. uh, positions and, and it was a little probably di- awkward for the defenses because these, these fast players are just running behind you switching places um so i wanted to see more of that but we didn't get that man we got that stupid 442 that just doesn't work doesn't work for us doesn't work if we have molina in the midfield doesn't provide anything on offense once he doesn't he can't do anything attacking we have chicote calderon you don't even use him like, what's the point of using formation? And bro, it's not even a, it's an outdated formation. No one uses it. If they do use it, it's because they have players that fit the system. That's not us. That's not us, Musatich. Get him out of here. Fire. What out, Musatich. <laughs> what is I'm it? Is up, this what, his second game? Third game? I don't know, but I want him gone already. He's not. <laughs> he's, he's not it. He showed it to me already. He showed he's not. He's a, he's a, he's a coach that has success in the, let's be honest. It's a, it's not a top league. So he's he's won he won with he won with a bunch of foreigners at Monterrey. He doesn't get that luxury here at Chivas. He has to be more creative than than just using a traditional system. I don't know. He's to me he's not it, man. People said, oh, he's won all these trophies. He has all this experience. But I don't care about the experience, man. Take that back to Monterrey. Take your experience. Go. Let them build a shrine for you in Monterrey. Like I want a coach that's that's gonna do something different here at Chivas. And Busetich is not that. Sorry guys, I'm a little a little upset. <laughs> Two it's three it's three days later and I'm still upset. Bro, like I you know, I try to bring like a positive side to, to Chivas. Like, you know, I try to look to in the good that like Ponce Ponce does or like the good that Tonya does, but bro, there's nothing rescuable from Saturday night. And it, and it's frustrating because it's like let's be honest, how often we see this time and time and time again, we get a new coach. It's to say, oh, let's just pull this next coach from the carousel. Fucking Tomas Boy, Cardoso, all these. We, we name them every fucking week. We name them. We pull another one out, and it's the exact same thing. They, uh, like, I don't know, man. If he coached, if he did something in practice, I want to know what it was because I didn't see it. Bring back fucking Michel Leano. <laughs> I mean, all right. So this is Busa teaches uh, his third game with Chivas. You know, the 2-1 win against San Luis. The 1-0 loss against Toluca. And now this nil-nil draw with Pachuca. Yeah, I don't know. Three games in, and I'm starting to get tired. I'm, honest, I'm already tired of. I'm already tired of Busetich. 
Let's be honest about the win. Fucking, they saved because they don't save them, and then he sends him to Tapatio. <laughs> Yo, that is it's crazy. not like we like always. Oh, sure, like defensive. Okay, defensively we're we're, we're okay. We're, there's not much threat of getting scored on. They had the 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 goal that Tonyo gives up. Cool, it's a mistake. So defensively we're solid. But what about offense? You have to you have to you have to create plays before you can even score. You're not creating anything. Yeah, it's it's not good, dude. We have four goals. What? How many? Seven games into the season. I mean, we're not we're not conceding. We we've conceded five, but four goals. Like, dude, that that's trash. Yeah, and like I don't know, man. Like I remember I remember in the early years of, of Jorge Vergara when he took over the team, bro. He would never let coaches play like this. He would. He wanted coaches that attack. I think that's the reason he he stuck out with with Almeida at the time when when people criticized him for his bad start and they wanted him gone. Is because he at least showed the willingness to want to go forward. And I'm not saying we need Almeida back, but we need a coach that's different like that, man. That's gonna try something different. I mean, we we you keep bringing similar coaches that are trying the exact same thing over and over and over, and it's not working. Yeah, right. Right now, Busetich. Um, I feel like this season it's harder to not qualify than it is to qualify and we're oh. trying and we're trying our hardest <laughs> not to make Liguilla repechaje like you got 12 slots to to qualify we're in 10th right now but and we've had the easy part right yeah it's, it's about to get really hard we've had the easier part of our schedule like that's the part where we should be up we should be like in the top spots no lower than like fourth place, and then you know what? As we start playing the better teams, and it's all right. It, it'll we'll we'll be in that seven to eight range. That's what I thought. But man, like you said, if we keep this up, we're gonna play Tigres on what is it? Saturday. We have three games in like a week. Man, this can get real bad real soon. Yeah, you're about to play for nine points in six days, and the way we're playing, I'd be, I might be happy if we get two points. The way we're playing. Get two points out of these nine points, like <laughs> this, this, we're gonna we're gonna claw our way to that tall spot. <laughs> that's fuck. That's embarrassing, man. Um, I was gonna ask you about the game. What did you think? Like, this is what I saw. I saw a team that looked slow going forward. I saw a team with no creativity. So, my in my mind, the obvious options for me are Antuna, which he did bring him in, and Antuna. I mean, he didn't really help out that much, but then. Chicote Calderon would have been the other option. Chofis would have been the other option for me. I mean, those were, to me, they were no-brainers. Especially since he had played them the games before and he was actually doing something when he came on the field. When he brought Vialpanda, I'm like, cool, he's going to bring in uh, Chofis next. Uh, he never brought Chofis. He never brought Chicote Calderon. He only had two. He only used two subs. I mean, you're, you're allowed five. And he only used two. So what do you think about that? Yeah, we've been, we've been crediting him for... You know, using his substitutions at the right time and making the right ones. But I don't know what the hell happened this game that, like, he put in Villalpando instead of Chofis. Like, why? Like, you got a guy that can drop a, you know, he drops dimes and, you know, he creates chances out of nothing. And instead, you just don't even play him. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not cool with taking out what's it called either, um, Beltran. Like, you have Beltran, you have. Molina, you're going to bring in a center midfielder. You're going to take one out. Why not take Molina? Why can't we take... I know he's a captain, but he does nothing, man. We need a goals. Like, <laughs> he's just comfortable with tying the game? Like, take Molina's ass out. All he does is... You, they're supposed to gift his... Him throwing his hands up again. He's been doing jumping jacks in the middle of the game. 
he did. He did like two straight jumping jacks, bro. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? He going forward, he's way too high up the field for my liking. That's what, like I think if we played a four three three and you have if you have Beltran and you have trophies together, then he could be the CDM because he could be you know like a deep playmaker. Yeah, he doesn't have to be all the way up. But in a four four two, unfortunately, he has to go up and help the, the team out, and he just can't do that. So when when he brought in Bialpando, like he should have taken Molina out. There's no reason for Molina to be playing. He shouldn't even be starting, but it is what it is. Yeah, that that disconnect we had been talking about between the back line and the front line is like I don't know what happened. It looked so good for those two games with, with Juarez and then with San Luis, and, and I don't know what happened against Toluca and and uh, Pachuca. It just disappeared, and you know it came and went. Yeah, it was bad, man. It was. I should. I was fucking pissed after the game. I'm still pissed. <laughs> yeah, now that I start thinking about it a little more, I'm like, why? Like, so he sub right. He subbed off Beltran, you know. And then who was the second substitution that he made? He took out Angulo, no? Angulo or, or Vega? He took some. Who he put in Antuna for? He took Vega out and he put in Antuna. Okay. Because I remember the the joke was like the party boy subs off for the other party boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. On the on the timeline. <laughs> Yeah, no, look, he's he's not it, man. He's just another one. He's just another fucking coach. That's all I needed to see. He <laughs> he, he revealed his true colors to me already. I want him gone. I know he, I know he won't be gone anytime soon. So we're stuck. We're stuck with him. And uh, bro, people, man, don't even fucking tweet us. Give him time. Give it. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, he he showed who he was, man. He showed who he is. Oh wait, no, he subbed off Angulo for Antuna. My bad. It was bad like, either way. Yeah, either <laughs> way, bad. like he failed to make an impact. Yeah, it was, it was bad, man. But yeah, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like, nah, nah, nah. I wish he was. So we gotta hope. Not. We gotta hope that he turns it around. Maybe we've been playing teams that that are happy to let us have the ball and not counter. Because I like we've said it that this team is kind of built to counter. But even like the countering opportunities we did have, we were trash. That pass Macias put to Vega, it was. A crap, it was a shitty pass. It's hard to counter, too. Like, bro, you can stop. All right. If if you have... We were talking about Beltran having these good games. If you put someone to cover Beltran when trying to play out the back, and then, you're, and then you, leave, you leave that job to Molina, you're, you're killing a lot of what Chivas wants to do. So, I don't, you can, do you see success with Chivas with a 4-4-2? Because I don't. I don't think that's the right formation for us. And it's not the right formation for many teams. It's the reason it's it's an outdated system. Yeah, I don't I don't think the four four two is working. Um, I think a four four three is what we're kind of built for. Or even you play a, a four man back line, you put in the CDM two in front of him, and then three up top because that's, yeah, that's what I, I think that's what we need. But yeah, it's, it's not it's not working at all. Yeah, he's gonna have to find a way to get trophies into the starting lineup. I mean, it's clear we need him. We need him on the field. We need someone who's going to make the passes, who's going to, who's going to make the... Because the, Beltran can do it in the midfield, but he's not that last, the final third, make that last crucial pass. He's not, he's not that guy, so that's where we need trophies. Yeah, he's, he's the guy that can hold up the ball. He can get it to the playmaker. He's not, the, you right. know, he's not there yet. He's not the playmaker yet. He can, he can be if he like works on it, I think. You know who I feel we, we asked of that and it didn't work out was uh, Orbelin Pineda. Okay. There yeah. Was, there, I feel like there was. I feel like, especially when Pizarro was gone, we kind of asked more of him to, to make 
more passes higher up the field. And he was never really that. He was always that guy, you know, to really connect, get the ball back, and make those nice runs forward. It's, it's just not who they are. Yeah, he's more. he was more of a, like, we always saw him more as, like, a, the guy that can create a play from deep. Like, he, right. he had to make that, that trailing run or even start the run himself. Like, he was that guy. And I'm, I haven't right. really watched him with Cruz Azul, but he, I think he's doing well from what I've seen uh, the Cruz Azul English account tweet out. Like, he scores yeah, goals, yeah. he drops assists, and he has consistent games, so. He's, yeah, he's he's a good player, but if you put him as a number ten, he's not going to do it. No, he's not. It's he's not, not a number ten. Yeah, I mean the only and number ten we have is Chovis. Who else? Maybe Vialpando, but somewhat he, he does it Vialpando sometimes more in that center mid role. Um, yeah, that that's that's like a. And I wonder if 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 this coach, if Vucetich got maybe a little caught up in the Beltran hype, those mm-hmm. two games, he was fucking had like. 96% passing complete is maybe he feels he can ask more of him in that role in a 4-4-2 go up and make some plays but this is not who he is we need a number 10 on the field and with, and with the type of speed that you have on the wings like why wouldn't you want a number 10 on the field why wouldn't you want a trophies to feed on Gulo down the wing to feed on Tuna down the wing or Rizuela whoever you have yeah Chopis can drop like that, those that, that's gonna help Chopis can drop those balls like right in front of Antuna in pause. front of Rizuela yeah pause <laughs> He has the ability to drop, <laughs> to make, you know, give that pass and make it land right in front of them in stride. That's what we need. Yeah, who's, bro, like, Ponce's best play of the season was because of trophies, <laughs> his, his brilliance. That beautiful pass he puts, he gives him and he gave it to Ronaldo. <laughs> so, but that's the thing, like, I don't understand, like, why don't these coaches see it? We all see it. Why don't, don't the coaches see it? Like, he, he gave him success. Like, we talked about, all right. Maybe you want to criticize Shofis. Maybe he doesn't have an assist. Has he had one? I don't think so, right? No. Maybe he doesn't have an assist. So I mean, he maybe hasn't played enough. He hasn't Chico. played enough. All right, but that's what I'm saying. You can even use it as an excuse to not play him. Right. You haven't seen enough from him. Maybe that's why. But Chicote Chico, Chico, they don't want you the game. And like, he, why was, would you use he, him? he had looked good against Juarez and uh, Atletico San Luis. He was like an offensive threat. Oh, man. These fucking coaches. These old-ass coaches give me headaches, bro. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here, to be honest. I, I want to, you know, you want to, you want to tell the people we're gonna be good this season. We're gonna make the league. Yeah, we're gonna make a deep push in the playoffs. Nah, nah, not nah with not the way we're looking right now. Yeah, I don't know if we can keep up with this four four two. It only gets harder because we're gonna go to El Volcan and we don't have a good record at El Volcan. <laughs> we don't have the best of records. We don't have the best of records against I feel anybody, but that's another story too. Yo, they they play. What'd you say you cut out a little bit for me. I, I said we don't we don't have like the best of records uh-huh. anywhere, but um, oh. <laughs> they, yeah, so uh, you know it's funny that that's what I figured you were saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they're 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 playing on my on my birthday, so they're gonna ruin that. <laughs> oh damn, that's crazy. Usually, Mex- versus Chile on your birthday. Usually, Mexico plays on my birthday, and they play like a Central American team, so they always win. But now, you know what's funny. The- when when they won the championship against Tigres, the last game, the second game was on my birthday too. Oh, nice. Tigres. Yeah, well, that was a good one. For I'm you. sorry, you, I'm sorry, you won't get that. <laughs> Maybe they'll surprise Bro, us. Tigres been making mistakes on defense, man, and he's going up against Kinyak, who knows how to take advantage of any little mistake that you're willing to make. Man, you don't even have to make a mistake, and he'll still find a way to take advantage of it. Yeah, and I think he he's the leading goal scorer right now with seven. So seven. Yeah. 
Bro, that's seven like more than seven games. That's three more than us as a team. Yep, I know. It's bad. I, they I, they've been playing like not that well though. Like I see. Um, yeah, because I saw that Mazatlan. I saw them lose a game. Like I feel like they lost the game in the final in the final minute. Or in the last couple minutes, I feel like they lost the game. And then Mazatlan, I think, tied them, no? Yeah, Mazatlan tied at the last minute, too. Uh, maybe that's what I was thinking about, but, but um, I think you're right. I, like but every, they don't have no one with Man. Yeah, because he, he tested for positive for COVID for like the third week in a row or something. But yeah. um, so a, lot of, using a, young a lot of the people oh. that a lot of the people that we follow that like actually watch all the League IMAX scenes, every week I feel like they tweet, you know, the Eagles isn't playing to their full potential and they don't understand what's going on there but you know yeah, but maybe yeah that's what i was gonna say maybe that would be like uh hey maybe we got a shot but they hate us they're they're still not over that final that they that they lost and they always seem to try to kill us when we play them so i have very yeah, little hope i feel like Inak has talked about it no i feel like he talked about it this off season or something like that about what, like not being over it yeah i think so yeah, yeah. not being over that loss yeah, yeah. So it's still it's still killed. I think he even, I feel like he was okay with the what was it a foul that wasn't called? Yeah, the penalty or something. I feel like he said that Chivas deserved to win the game or something like that, but he wasn't. He, but that he wasn't okay. Like he wasn't over the loss. Yeah, it's they they oh, don't like us. It's not it's not a secret. Yeah, he's gonna look to score as many goals. The same whatever Cardoso, whatever <laughs> Cardoso looked at when he saw when he saw Eduardo Sanchez. That's what. <laughs> That's what Gignac sees when he sees Chivas. I mean, the the one positive I guess we can take away is that Donio held a clean sheet after making that mistake against Toluca. But when I think about it, I don't even really remember him being forced to make a like a a, a big save at any point during the game. Yeah, that that was the frustrating part was that Pachuca wasn't even that good. No, it's not like they were. Even when Guzman came in, I'm like, damn, Guzman's about to give him that spark that they nah, I, I don't remember anything from Guzman to be honest. Nope. So that's what that's that's what sucks. That's what like fucking ruined my night is that it was a very winnable game. It's like you wait all week for this moment, <laughs> and then they fucking they give you nothing as a team, nothing, man. And uh, let's just forget about the game. Let's go move on. What are we on, Davis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could talk about what happened right after the Pachuca game. Busetich comes out and says that. Ronaldo Cisneros and Chicote Calderon will be playing for Tapatio to get back in rhythm, back in playing rhythm. Which, I mean, for Ronaldo, for Ronaldo, I guess that makes sense because we had seen it that he wasn't really confident on the field and he couldn't finish anything. Today they play and Ronaldo gets a goal, so maybe Bucetich was right in doing that. But for Calderon, like, it it has to be like a behind the scene thing. That we don't know about. Maybe it was like a, a discipline issue again. And they're just not letting it leak. But because to say he's not in playing rhythm is ridiculous. He won you the game against San Luis. He's looked great offensively. He's an offensive threat. Why Why would you punish National him by sending player. him? Why would you punish him by sending him to Tapatio? Bro, if, if Tata Martino put out his list right now, Chicote Calderon would be on it. <laughs> Ponce wouldn't be on it. <laughs> like... Why are you sending him to another to to Tapatio? I don't get it, man. Like that, I was shocked. I think I sent it in the, in our group chat, and you were even shocked. It was like fucking midnight or like one o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah, it was late, and I I couldn't fucking believe it when I saw that the news come across the timeline. I thought it was I thought I, it was fake. 
Yeah, I mean, at first too, I was like, like you said, the Ronaldo makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And then I'm like, okay, so who's who's gonna be our backup striker off the bench? Then that made me think about that. Like, who who is it? Is it gonna be Oribe? He played with the uh, under twenties last week, I think. So maybe oh, he'll be weekend. traveling with the team. Maybe he'll. I don't know, man. But but, but then I don't even know. Like, you got the thing. It's so like from left field. Like even I think. We're, were you saying it off the off the pod we did earlier off air that you were like was it a disciplinary action like because it yeah, just makes no sense that's what i'm saying like it has to be that's the only reason that i would understand they send him to tapatio because him not being in playing rhythm that's just ridiculous you saw him you've seen it on the field he's he, he he's, won you a game he won you a game <laughs> he freaking had like shots on goal against juarez and san luis i don't I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, like it, it's from so left field. Like I don't even know what to say to it, other than it's stupid. What's that? What's that video of uh, R. Kelly? That's stupid. Use your fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I should have posted that. I, I I don't know. Like a lot of people have been adding us, and you know, we sent out the tweet about questions, and they're like, "What's going on with Calderon?" We don't know. Like we can't make it make sense. I can't make it make sense. Yeah, like I didn't watch the Tapatio game, but I follow some people. Like um, I follow my guy Federico Chiva, who he was watching it, um, and he said that, "Damn, I, wanna, I don't want to misquote him, but something along the lines of you can tell Chicote is just a different talent level. Like he should not be there." Yeah, I mean he got he got an assist. He shouldn't. I mean he's today. a national team player, man. That's embarrassing. Like <laughs> as a coach, how do you come at him and say you're going to go to Tapatio? I don't even like. No, you're going to talk about you. Get the fuck out. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It ha- it has to be a behind the scenes thing because if not, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Except, I mean, I guess him ha- having him at least have him on the bench if you're not gonna start him, but just to like relegate him to Tapatio, that's crazy. So we don't have like a backup left back now. Well, it doesn't matter. Is he even gonna make subs? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm just tired of the same shit over and over. Like, and every year it's the same thing. New coach, same thing. So I don't even know. I don't yeah, know where we go from here. I don't get how we're playing so shitty and have the roster that we have. It's not like we don't have talent. Like, you know, when you talk, we talk about like the dark ages of being a Chivas fan. If you look at the roster, it's like, all right, it makes sense why we suck. Like, we didn't have good players. But today we have great players and we still suck. How do we look so inept on yeah. offense? Bro, let's go down real quick. That's down the line. Let's real quick. Toño, good, decent goalie. Not bad. Uh, Chapito, a good right back. Yeah. Center back. Idamir is really good. Probably could be a national team center back. Mm-hmm. Diva Young makes mistakes, so he's okay. But then you have Pollo Briseño in case, who's he's shown to be good. Ponce, eh. You know, but you have fucking Chicote Calderon, who is the national team player there. Antuna, national team player. Angulo got called up to the national team last time. Uh, Beltran should get called up to the national team. Uh, Molina has national team experience. JJ Macias gets called to the national team. Alexis Vega gets called to the national team. Brizuela has been had a freaking successful career. He's decent still. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we shouldn't be playing the way we play. No. So I have to think because some of these players have been successful elsewhere, because I've seen Chicote Calderon and Angulo work elsewhere. And I've seen Vega work at Toluca, and I've seen because I've seen these players elsewhere do well. I gotta. My only thing is, it's gotta be the coach. 
that you're not you're not getting that out of them that they, whatever they were getting at at Necaxa, you're not being able to 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 get this from these players, and it's your fault. Yeah, it, it feels like there's some sort of uh, complacency at Chivas. Like once you kind of have that that first spot, the starting spot locked up, that's it. Like you're not scared of losing it because the way they're playing is like. I don't have anyone behind me to take my spot, so I don't. I don't give a shit. Who are you gonna put in? You're not. Which is crazy. We talked about competition, right? Yeah, we talked about it on the healthy competition on the feminine pod. Like you know, all those players in interviews, they talk about you know, all they all talk about it. They all say, you know, we're, there's so much competition here. You can't slack off, and you know, if I have a bad game, I know I can go to the bench the next game. That you can't say that for the men's yeah. team. JJ Macias has had yeah. We'll- like three, four bad games. Who's who's gonna play for him? You're not gonna put Peralta in. Cisneros can't finish anything. Chevy Martinez is still young. Maybe I'll get a red card. <laughs> yeah, like like we did, we talked about it on the feminine. It's like when you when you watch them play, they play like a team. They play like yeah. a team that like it's it's it brings joy to watch them play. But then when you look at their social media, you understand why they place the, the way they do it's like they're they're almost like they're like a family the way if you watch if you watch their social media we don't i don't i don't get that sense of like ha- having fun at chivas so i feel like we used to see that when almeida was here and like the way the team was really like a, a united together i don't know if i see that from this team or maybe they just don't show it maybe they're scared to show it you know <laughs> vega and antuna <laughs> had a good time and look what happened <laughs> See, they were just, all they were trying to do was trying to unite the team, <laughs> have a little fun, and <laughs> trying to bring the best out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's a locker room issue or if it's the coaching that just doesn't do it. But something's wrong. We shouldn't be playing like the way we're playing. Wonder how much of it is is you keep having these defensive minded coaches. Um, because I feel like I don't know, man. Like as a player. If you're a JJ Macias and they bring in a defensive coach, defensive minded after having a defensive minded coach, after having a defensive minded coach, uh, there's that's, there's there's got to be a part of you where it just doesn't sit right with you, no? Yeah, I mean, maybe they're thinking, you know, like I said, it's harder to not qualify than it is to qualify, and a defensive coach can get it done this season, but it's not it's not fun for the fans, and I don't I don't know about the players, but I. I wouldn't have fun playing like that. Nah, it's not fun. You know what's funny is because you, you, we've—I feel like I've talked about it a while, a long ass time ago. It's because you see this on a European level. You've seen it with with Jose Mourinho. His yeah. style is so boring. And sure, he can win some games, and he's won. He's won Champions League. He's won titles. But it's like if you keep it up, the players aren't happy. None of his players are like happy playing for him. No, nope. it, it doesn't look right on the field, and you you. You grow out your welcome so so quick, man, and it's it's only a, the, the the fans will turn on you quick, and the players will turn on you too, man. Yeah, it's a it's a rough spot, it's a rough situation to be in, but maybe they'll surprise us against the Eagles. Maybe maybe something will change. You, do you expect any any lineup changes? I don't, I feel like they should just put all Canteranos out there and see what the hell happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know those kids are you not, know those kids are hungry. Been. Those kids are like hungry. Gonna gonna go there. I don't know. I think I figured this would be the game after the Pachuca game ended. I was like, all right, next game. I think Boston's gonna get benched and Calderon's gonna go in, but no, Calderon's going to Tapatio. And then now, 
Let me hold on real quick, just because you mentioned that, and I just thought of this real quick. Any chance that he's a tapatio so he can play fully this game, and maybe he won't play against Tigres, but since it's a quick turnaround, maybe he starts him in that on that Tuesday game. Yeah, I was thinking. So I was thinking about that too. Yeah, I was thinking about that too because you know we haven't mentioned it yet, but upcoming Chivas is gonna play three games in six days. They're gonna play Tigres on um, Saturday night. And then they're gonna play. Querétaro, you said. I think they're gonna play Querétaro on that Tuesday, and then they're gonna play Necaxa on Friday. So they're playing for nine points, and you know rotation is gonna be key. So if we're gonna see lineup changes, they're gonna happen this week because you're gonna need to make them, or you're gonna burn your players right. up. So maybe it's Tuesday today. Calderon played today. He goes to the bench on Saturday, and maybe he starts next Tuesday. I That's mean, the only I hope so. like positive way i can look at it and then you know another another lineup change that i could i would i I am hoping for is just start trophies start them because we need to if we're going to play biggers we need somebody that's going to create chances for messing us and we're going to need to score goals we haven't been scoring goals and that's i think that's the quickest solution and option on on the team yeah, I'd, you, I'd, I'd find a way to put him in on the team. Honestly, I would probably go with him at attacking Cam right behind um, JJ Macias. Yeah. And if you want another striker, just put Vega at left wing, and then I would use Antuna at right wing, which it would probably be his natural position to play anyway. Yeah, I, I do exactly the same thing. Because anywhere else, like I don't see, I don't see changes. I'd see Diva staying, yeah. Mieres staying, Chapo definitely staying. Molina is gonna stay no matter what, and then Beltran. You're not gonna take Beltran out. Those are yeah. the those are the only ones that I can see happening. Um, Ponce for Calderon and Chopis for whoever you know. If it's for Brizuela or Angulo, and then Antuna for the other one, and then Antuna for the other one. Yeah, Angulo. Actually, Angulo. Yeah, take throw Angulo on the bench because he's not doing anything with the starting minutes in theory. That's crazy, man. It's like he has such. He makes good little runs. Again, he did but, like a uh, bunch of those little. He scored. Antuna. Yeah, and then he did a bunch of those little flare passes again on Saturday that don't work. Like fucking, if you're gonna make a pass, make a good pass. Don't try to be fancy because it's not working. Leave those flare passes to Chelsea <laughs> for real. Just <laughs> get the ball to who you gotta get it to. Don't one don't touch, one, one touch, <laughs> spin, turn around, passes are not working. Stop it. <laughs> Man, this is a good a good venting session. <laughs> I needed it, man. I was actually look, like you said, like we didn't want to be here, but I was kind of looking forward to just finally getting it all off. I was like, I need to, I need to, like, I'm just tired of these fucking coaches, bro. I'm tired of these old ass coaches. <laughs> like, fuck their experience. I don't care about their experience anymore. All right, let's see. That shouldn't I'm a... be a, that shouldn't be like your your that shouldn't be the best thing you offer a team. I have experience. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up the uh, the questions that we got on social media. So I put I put it everywhere. I put it on our Twitter. I put it on our Instagram. We actually got a couple through our Instagram page. Um, Alfonso GDLR says, you know, what what is up? What's up with Chicote? I don't know, man. We're we're just as confused as every other Chivas fan out there. Being optimistic, we talked about it. Hope, yeah, hoping that it's to set up for him to start against Querétaro on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then That's we the have... most optimistic way we can look at it. We have uh, at Capitan Bautista. He said, with the new five substitution rule, why not start Chofis? Previously, he was a 90-minute liability. 
And that's true. Every time they talk about trophies, Vucentich, you know, he's like, yeah, he lost this weight, but has to lose this amount of weight now. And bro, no, we, we don't, don't we don't need him for ninety minutes. Sub him he off. He don't have the, to lose weight. Sub him off at the fifty fifth minute. <laughs> bro, he's not fat. <laughs> nah. He can run. He can make passes, bro. He has to lose two kilos. Like what? He's your best playmaker. Like that's it's crazy to me that that's the reason he he wouldn't play. It's like he's already lost weight. I mean, he's played the other games before, so it's not it's not an excuse anymore. And like you said, if you don't want to start, if you don't want, if you want to start him, start him and take him out, pull him out at the 60th minute. Yeah, he's a 90 minute liability. All right, so play him 60 minutes. Don't play him 90. Let him just yep. wear himself out those 60 minutes, and you know then he rests for the next game. But I don't. Yeah, play him 60. Don't play him nothing. <laughs> uh, our guy uh, at RC Gaja. I think that was more of a we. Oh, we forgot to answer questions on the Chivas Menu podcast. So he oh, asked, he asked who is the most underrated player, but I feel like that goes to the Chivas Feminine nah, pod. We know it's funny. Melissa actually answered it, though. At one point, she talks about uh, Jaramillo. Yeah. She, she said, she's like, I think she's the most under, I think she's really underrated. She, or she's the most underrated, I think she said. Yeah, for sure. She's definitely done a good job in the making. She kind of. So she kind of answered it, just not at the time. <laughs> just not during the question segment. <laughs> All right. Then our guy, uh, Rob, the Don Ticalion, said, uh, does JJ need a taste of the bench to get his shit together? And honestly, if he got benched, I would not. I'd be like, all right, whatever. He deserves it. Listen, listen. I feel like I, I have a hot take. I just don't want to say it, man. I don't want to say it. I just don't know who you put in. I don't want to say it. Come on, we're here for the hot takes. I'm just saying. Negative, negative vibes only. <laughs> Those European scouts are not going to go back and... and... And tell the players, tell the team to buy him, man. Not the way he looks right now. Sure, he can finish. He like he has these really nice shots, so he scores some nice goals. And then like there's moments where you're like, what the hell are you doing? Sometimes he looks so awkward with the ball, and then other times he does these moments of brilliance. He turns and shoots a ball out of nowhere and scores a fucking golazo. Ah man, I don't know. Maybe at the right team with the right players around them, like at Leon, he'll he'll flourish even better. But right now it's not working at Chivas, so maybe he. Hey, once Chofis is there, has, I wonder if he's ever started with Chofis. And I, I don't think Chofis has ever had like a striker of his caliber. Or a Pulido, I guess. But Maybe at a Copa MX at like early in Macias. Pulido or JJ, who would you want? Who would you want right now? Damn. Let's be honest. You can be honest. Right Who's now, better, I would say Pulido. Just because he contributed say- so much more to the team than people gave him credit for. All right. And, you know, we've seen Macias try to track back and, like, get the ball for his team, but it's not it's not the same. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we gave him credit, like, a few weeks ago of, of him being the one that, get, that was given passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, would drop, who would drop out of, like, to the left or the right side and make the passes. I just, I guess I want to see more consistency from him. Before we can talk about Europe, before we can talk, maybe he needs to go to Europe so he can work on all those skills. Because maybe, maybe the coaching in Liga MX is so limited that, like we're wasting his his young valuable years where he can really truly learn. I feel like that happened to uh, somewhat to Eric Aguirre at Pachuca. Like I kind of feel like he went a little bit too late to Europe. Yeah. Like you're taking away like their their young years when they can still learn. So maybe he just needs to leave already. Go get some European coaching. Yeah, I, I also noticed that he gets frustrated easily. That's not going to be good if you go to Europe because you're not going to ball out every Bro. game. 
And the one thing you can't give him credit for is, you know, he's like the ultimate professional. Like, yeah. He works that's off. That's the one thing no one will ever take away from him. I think even Molina said it last week. Mm-hmm. Or someone said that he ha- he has the the mentality to 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 do well in Europe because he's, he's just that type of professional. And maybe when when Antuna and Vega are out partying, maybe there's so I don't know, maybe there's like a little disconnect between them. Yeah, that that might be. That might be it too. Might not be the happy it might not be the happiest of locker rooms. Yeah, it, de- it definitely shows on the field that they're not they're not in sync. They're not in sync with each other. Yeah. So JJ, I don't want. I don't want to say he's not. He's not that. He's not it for Europe yet. But he needs. To, he just needs to start showing more. Yeah. Let's go to. Let's go to Twitter and see what people dropped in their mentions. Of course, Raul's trolling. Not, Raul not trolling. Not Raul's <laughs> Do you? Do you guys miss Almeida? We. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. We do. Yes, we do. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss his mentality more than anything, man. Like, do you remember when he would put Conejito and 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 Cisneros at left and right back? Yeah, it'd be a zero zero game at halftime, and he'd take out the fullbacks. Mm-hmm. He wanted that, like, that, that threat of a deep attack, and that at least doesn't that doesn't that I don't know. Like, if that's my coach, that would at least make me happy. You know, like my coach wants to go for it. Yeah, even We're as a fan. Even yeah. as a fan, you're like, you see that sub, and you're like, whoa, like, what is this guy trying to do? And you're like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. But when you get, you know, Vigalpando in or Beltran, and he doesn't do anything, yeah. it's like, what did we do? Why? Um, our guy at Dudex Danny on Twitter, he said, uh, I know saying no lechan huevos sounds dumb, but I believe against Pachuca, no one did. Did anyone see Antuna Jog on the counters? A lot of these players seem to lack the motivation to even run. But had it been trophies, the whole media would would be on him. You guys see this problem? Well, it's it's facts that if it was trophies, yeah, the whole of media course. would It's probably better if he didn't even play that game. <laughs> they would have been killing him for that game. Yeah, if he would have played like five minutes, they would have been like micro-analyzing every second of his five minutes that he played. So the question is, no le echan huevos. Um... That's what it feels like. That game for sure. I mean, that game for sure didn't. I don't know. It was, yeah, we talked about this all pause. There was nothing. There was nothing you can take away positive from that game. Yeah, I don't, I, know. I, I don't really remember the Antuna like walking back on counters. To be honest, that that's how bad the game was. Like I, want, I just wanted it out of my mind. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's. Uh, I think. But I also don't believe it because he didn't do anything either. Yeah, no, he didn't do anything, and I think. Did, uh, I think Beltran talked about how he said he's not at 100% yet. That he still feels um, some after effects of COVID in a, in a press conference. So I, no, wonder how, think, um, I wonder how that affects Antuna and the other players that have recovered from COVID. You know what's crazy? Because I, um, I coach at an academy here in Florida. Yeah. And there's this kid on one of the teams who his dad had COVID. So he must. I'm going to only assume that he also had COVID because they're in the same household, right? Yeah. So... The other day I was watching him play, and I remember telling the coach, I'm like, what's wrong with, uh, his name is Henzo. I'm like, what's wrong with Henzo? He's tired. Like, yeah. look at him. Like, it was like, he made, no lie, he made like, I don't know, like two runs, two mm-hmm. runs, and, and he was like huffed over puffing. And at the time, I hadn't, I didn't know about his dad having COVID yet. It wasn't oh, after the game, one of the coaches threw off his dad had COVID. And then I, that's when I started thinking, I'm like, damn, could those be the effects still, you know? So maybe there might be something to it. Where maybe Beltran can't go full ninety, because he yeah. didn't even go full ninety that no. one game where he he got player of the match, right? 
I don't I don't think so. I think he got subbed off yeah. since he's come back. Yeah, every the game Kofi came in to, to hold the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe there might be something to that. But yeah, I re- remember I told you guys when they were coming back, I was like, all right, they're coming back, but we don't know how their body is going to react after. Because, you know, I told you guys, I was like, it took me like three weeks to feel normal again after I got like over the last symptom of COVID. So it's, it's yeah. tough. And, you know, they're athletes, but Beltran said it. He said, you know, I still feel some after effects of COVID. And now that, I, now that you say that, yeah, it makes sense why he's been getting subbed off every game. There was a damn. Was it an NBA player who said he, who, who he still wasn't over it, and it was like months later, he still feels like the effects of COVID. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. that's why Antuna didn't start either. Nah, because he started the other games. So I don't think that's it. I just think he wanted to go with Vega. He wanted to go yeah. put Vega at striker. Second striker. He wanted to go to four four because four four two, but. I mean, that might be a reason why Benton isn't playing the full ninety, but mm-hmm. like especially if you talked about that he actually mentioned it. I mean yeah, you gotta take him at his word. Um Carlos and uh Jorge from Telemundo, they do a like a pregame on Instagram. And I Yeah, I was watching it earlier. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jorge mentioned that um that Beltran had said it in a press conference that, you know, he still feels some after effects of COVID. So that's something that's something to definitely keep an eye on and and now that I think, now that I just said, it, like I discovered it right on the pod as we're talking, like that makes sense why he's been getting subbed off. Yeah, that's crazy. Wear your masks. Yeah, for real. Keep wearing those masks because this is Bro. not over. It's not a joke. Did you see the new study where in Germ from done from Germany where people who didn't have symptoms are starting to see like high, like high levels of like heart problems? Oh shit. Yeah. So wear your fucking masks. Um, let's see i think that's it for twitter and instagram questions and uh like we said we're playing theaters on saturday night then we got queretaro and then we got necaxa let's see i want to we'll see if we'll be back before maybe after the second game i mean or if we wait out the whole week. we'll see we'll probably wait out the whole week because it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be hard to pull up to do that many episodes yeah not to the recorder between all those games yeah, that's the problem. But yeah, so look, but dude, we're playing nine points, and then our game after this three three games in one week is America. We got the Clásico on September nineteenth. After the three games, yeah. So Ooh. we play we play September fifth. <laughs> we play September fifth, September eighth, September eleventh. Those are the three games in one week, and then September nineteenth we play America. Hey, we gotta do a FIFA showdown, man. We gotta invite what's it called Ivan on the pod. For real, something positive. Maybe we'll invite men's side. Maybe another American stuff. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe we'll invite Chiba Romana Av to talk, uh, Amy to talk about that game. <laughs> yeah, Yo, we'll, stop changing we'll the channel on Ali too. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love what she tweets about. Like whatever Ali. Does. Oh yeah, Ali's a man. <laughs> <laughs> what What did she tweet? She tweeted the other day. I I forget what. The first part of the tweet was, but Ali said, "I'm gonna tell my mom." And Amy said, "That's I the one." Am your mom, something like that. Don't change the channel on me. <laughs> so like, that. and then and then the other tweet she had was uh, something of like, "I'm gonna leave you my bat, my toy, or something like that." He can't watch. I forgot what it was. I don't even want to read it. But follow. Make sure you guys are following Amy on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, Ali needs a Twitter. Can we For get real? an Ali Twitter account? We're going to invite Ali on the pod. All pizza. Ali on the pod. We got Ali on the pod. <laughs> yeah, pizza emojis. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe, maybe for a super classic, we invite somebody, 
special guest report. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, any more venting you need to do before we nah, wrap nah, this podcast? I think, up? I think you guys, I think you guys have enough of my venting. Yeah, it's yeah. enough. We'll see. After these three games, there might be a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just real quick before we leave, what? What would you be okay with? Out of those three, how many points? Four. I, bro, realistic right now the way we're playing, I told you we might get two points, but no, I agree with you. I would aim for six. I think we need six. Do we get six? I don't. I don't think so. Not not the way we're playing. Although Negaxan and Querétaro are eleventh and twelfth on the table right now, and Tigres is right those are right above us. Games even more crucial because they're right there. <laughs> yeah, it's basically all right. So look. Basically, every game we're about to play is a six-point game because Tigres is in ninth place. We're in 10th. Necaxa is in 12th, and Querétaro is in 13th. So if you lose to Necaxa or Querétaro, they're jumping over you on the table. And if you beat Tigres, or you, you, if you beat Tigres, you jump ahead of them for sure. So these are like right. these are all six-point games that we're about to play, essentially. It's supposed to be an 18-point nine days seven days yeah, yeah. pretty nah, much they're, they're important yeah i would say we need you gotta at least win one of them you have to that's like a must yeah and then if and then i would i would probably be like four points i'd be like ah all right i guess but i want six at least six give me at least six out of the nine yeah i think they need six i think they're gonna get four but it is hopefully what it they is. Get four. and then we got america yeah. who are playing well. They're offensively. They're one of the most offensive teams in the league. And not defensively, though. No, not defensively. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. We can't score anyways. We played Toluca, who had the yeah, shittiest defense. And <laughs> we true. didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a fun month. Uh, September. Yeah. Please, please don't ruin my birthday, <laughs> Please don't ruin my birthday, Chivas. <laughs> All right. So, that's it for Negative Vibes. This has been another episode of the Q and the Note the Podcast. <laughs> we'll be back in seven days, nine days. I don't know, but we'll be back. We're out. Peace.